You're listening to the Side Hustle Gal podcast with your hosts, Danny Fountain and Caitlin Allen. Hello, and welcome back to the Side Hustle Gal podcast. Today, you just have me and Caitlin, me, (laughs) and we're going to be talking through how to start a side hustle. We realized that in three years of running this podcast, we've never talked about how to start a side hustle. And when I say we realized, it was my boyfriend. (laughs) So it wasn't even us. (laughs) So hang out with us for this hopefully brief, goodness never knows, episode talking about how to start a side hustle. Yeah. So the first thing that we think you should know when you're starting a side hustle or are thinking about starting your side hustle is as soon as you decide to do it, separate your assets from your business. Like, I can't say this enough, which is funny because when I first started my side hustle, I was told to do an LLC and I was super, super resistant, but Danny whipped my butt into gear and was like, no, you're doing it. (laughs) And I did it. And I am so, so, so thankful that I had Danny and Rosemary and Jana um, to teach me to do that and tell me to do that because it separates your business from you and it separates them telling me to do that really made me think about my business in a totally different light. And you really want to separate yourself from your business. Um, like outside of the fact that you are not your business, but more along the lines of like financials, because, if you ever get audited, you do not want the IRS checking out all of your things that you've bought um, on your bank history or anything like that. (laughs) And so like things could get a little weird with the IRS. So just know that you should at least uh, have a separate bank account related to your business where you're putting in your, all of your uh, money that you've earned but also just making sure that you're doing all of your business transactions with that bank account card and that bank account, because then you don't have to worry about the IRS auditing your whole life. It's just the business side of it. It's also liability too. Like when you commingle those funds, um, if you provide me a service and I'm not happy or there, like there are damages or something, if I sue you and you've commingled your funds, I can come after like your, personal stuff too. Yeah. So really separating those business and personal assets. Yeah, exactly. Um, So part number two that we wanted to address is to not get caught up in the branding and pretty things. I think we all try really hard when we start a business to brand it, to build the perfect website, to launch perfect. But the reality is those first like year, two years that you're in business, you're going to be learning like your style. Do you actually like doing the things like for a side hustle for money? Um, So our advice is don't focus in on branding a ton. Just do the thing. So that way, like once you figure out what you want to focus in on, you can then brand your business. The focusing in on the things that you've decided you do like. And we're not saying like, don't brand at all. That's not what we're saying. What we're saying is don't get caught up in it because you could go for weeks, months. Um, Some of our friends can attest to trying to name something a perfect thing. Like your name is never going to be perfect. And 
just know that it can be changed. You can rebrand. Um, that's something that can happen. The next thing is making personal connections. Um, something that you see a lot of creatives doing are coffee chats. And that's a really great way to connect with people that you otherwise wouldn't. I know one of our episodes that we have recorded, we talked a little bit about being super isolated, especially as somebody who, you know, is at home, you don't have, if you don't have a co-working space and you're just working at home, it can feel really, really isolating. And so something that we really want to stress is building personal connections in our industry, especially because those are the people that are going to refer you um, clients or refer you to people who you may need um, for the future. Next up, fourth thing, if you're bulleting your list, is don't buy every educational resource out there. Yes. I think Caitlin and I both fell into the course buying trap in the beginning, and I can personally say I've bought nearly 20 different courses, educational products, etc., and have maybe finished three of them, if that. I, I think I've only ever purchased, like, two good but my clients have purchased some so like you know went through those but the one that I purchased I didn't even I didn't even do which is pretty much most people yeah so don't buy every educational resource out there um do take advantage of free resources but then also recognize that there are pieces of education you do need to pay for um so if I think about of those 20 things that I bought the three things that I actually finished um, would be Ashlyn and we'll link to these in the show notes in case these are helpful. Um, Ashlyn Carter's copywriting for creatives course helped me figure out my messaging and I've revisited the course and re-gone through the framework every time I've like rebranded or pivoted my messaging. Um, Jessica Rasdell's speaker blueprint course it might have a different name now Um, but it's a course on how to become a speaker, set up what you're speaking about, build a PowerPoint, connect with the folks that you need to connect with. That was invaluable. And then Jenna Kutcher's list to launch lab, which is how to build and execute against an email list, like how to get email subscribers. Um, so do resource research and pick those courses to fill the gaps on things that you don't know and then read about the things that you do know and trust your own knowledge. And know that you don't have to be knowledgeable and by every educational resource out there in your business because sometimes you just, you can't know everything about business and for your business specifically. And so those are the times where it's the cost benefit analysis of hiring somebody who can do your website SEO instead of you trying to learn and take way more time than you should be learning the thing. So yeah, my favorite educational resource that I've ever been a part of was Vanessa Kine's um, Pinterest strategy course. Her course is amazing. And if you are interested in learning any more about Pinterest and how it could be a marketing tool, that one's good too. And then last but not least is don't feel the need to do all the things. Like, yes. <laughs> like 
other people might be doing cool things and you're like, oh, I really like what they're doing. Maybe I should try that. Or, oh, well, this VA is doing this, is giving this offer. So maybe I should be offering that. Like, stay true to you, stay true to what you like and continue to learn and grow, but stay in your own lane. I think too. So you'll hear from one of the guests this season she created a vet pack. And one of the questions that I asked her in the episode is like, why did you create a vet pack? Why were you brave enough to create a vet pack when the vet pack market is so saturated? And her answer, she laughed, but her answer was, to be honest, I didn't even realize. And that's such a good example of this. Had she done the research and seen the Kickstarters, the like all of these popular backpacks that are out there in the market being so saturated, her and her husband might not have even started making their backpack. So by staying in her own lane and by like not being involved in all the things, she actually got a benefit of not knowing her market very well. Yeah. And I think that like goes hand in hand with the comparison game. When you start looking at other people and all of the things that they're doing and their offers, you can start comparing yourself really easily. And that's, I mean, that's not good. We all know on going on Instagram and scrolling through the feed and seeing all the things where you're like, Oh, I wish I was as pretty as this person. I wish I could do my makeup as well. I wish that my business was launching this five figure launch like we're all in our own seasons and you can never compare what you're doing with that person on the other side of Instagram because you have no idea what their life looks like exactly so in a hot few minutes there that is our five uh, five and a half six if you count comparison game as its own thing (laughs) things that we think that you should know when you're thinking about starting a side hustle If you want more assets, we're going to have a side hustle starter kit linked in the show notes um, that you can go ahead and check out and snag if that seems like it would be helpful. So we will see you next week. Stay tuned and thanks for listening.